Hey, I was wondering if I could ask you a favor. Well, it actually might be <laughs> two favors, but the first one is if you like this podcast, if you listen to this podcast, if you find it valuable, if you commit time to this podcast and you think that time is worthwhile, would you head on over to Apple Podcasts and write me just a brief review? It would be so helpful. The reviews really give energy with regards to the algorithm. They also just give that firsthand account of what it is that's happening here. And I want to scale my podcast. I want it to reach more people. And you can really help me do that. I want to spread the love that is the voice. And uh, the podcast has been such a rich way of reaching others and connecting with others. And I could just use your support in that regard. Similarly, though, my second favor, my second request. If you like the podcast, will you send episodes to people that you think might find it useful to a friend, to a colleague, I don't know, to someone you just started dating? <laughs> I'm into this. Are you into this? Maybe then we're into each other. I don't know. Anyway, point is, I really could use your support in spreading the word. I am so grateful that you choose to spend your time with me. And uh, yeah, I hope that we can expand our community around singing, around voice, around healing, around transformation, around change, around music, around creativity. Yeah, let's spread the love, shall we? Okay, in this episode, I want to share with you something... <laughs> <laughs> like a universal law of the voice, a principle, a concept that you've probably heard me say before if you've been hanging around for a while, but I want to really shine a light directly on it today because I think that if you understand this, if you know this, if you find this in your body, it might really transform how it is that you relate to finding change, finding transformation in your voice, and it might even have an influence on how it is that you move throughout the rest of your life. The concept, the law, let's call it a law, that sounds more dramatic. I'm kind of into that. The law is this. If it feels good, it sounds good. If it feels good, it sounds good. I'm going to say that one more time. And I want you to think about your reaction, your response to what it is that I'm saying. If it feels good, it sounds good. Do you know that to be true when I say it? Do you find yourself feeling some resistance? Likely the latter is the case because that's true for most of us because we don't believe that that could be possible because sometimes we feel amazing singing. Sometimes we feel amazing using our voice, but then we also think we sound really bad. We think that no one could possibly enjoy what it is, the sounds that we're making, how it is that we're using our voice. If you're not able to embrace this right away as my universal law of the voice, let me take you back one step into the learning realm, and you can think about it like this. If it feels better, it sounds better. If it feels better, it sounds better. Now, as always, the place to begin with this understanding is in the body. And I want to say more about that, but I want you to also know that we are going to think about this holistically. I'm not just talking about feeling good in your body, even though your body is the source of your sound, but I'm talking about feeling good in your heart, in your mind, and in your spirit. 
All of those things are channeled through the sound of your voice. Your voice is an expression of all of those things. They can't be disconnected. So this fundamental law of if it feels good, it sounds good, it speaks to the whole of your experience as a voice user, as a singer, as someone who creates, as someone who makes sound, who's someone who contributes to the music that is the universe. But let's start with your body because that is always the best place to begin. Your voice is of your body. To make a sound is to use your body, to coordinate your body. You can't hear that from me enough. And when the sound isn't coordinated well in your body, there will be an experience of the sound feeling limited, inhibited, constricted, stuck, not open, not free. This experience might actually be physical discomfort. It might be physical pain. It might be tightness. It might be an ache. It might be a feeling of quick fatigue. It might be a feeling of heaviness. It might be a feeling of raspiness. It might be a feeling of breathiness. It might be a feeling of difficulty. And you might be very familiar with what it is that I'm talking about. You might know intimately this experience of discomfort with your voice. You might know the experience of dis-ease when you go to make certain sounds, when you try to express yourself in certain ways and you feel caught and you feel stuck and it doesn't feel good. All of us know that to a certain extent. But as it relates to your body, you might not be aware of the nuance of what it is that I'm talking about. You might not be aware of the intimate details of the discomfort. And of course, I mean, who actually wants to get to know their discomfort? But I would just argue that it is very, very necessary to get friendly with the discomfort with the tightness, with the constriction, with the pain, with the dis-ease in your body around making certain sounds, it's really important that you get to know that so that you can understand the path to create change. Now look, much about our society, much about our culture has conditioned us, even encourages us to ignore this experience we're having in our body. We are taught to not trust our bodies. We are, taught, we are taught to ignore the messages that we are given. We are taught to think rationally about what it is that's happening in this meat sack that we're walking around in. And while that has served us in certain ways, it also has simply cut us off from this sort of inner wisdom, this body-based wisdom, this wisdom of the earth, this wisdom of a lived experience. And so part of my passion, my duty in this work is to first and foremost bring you back to your body because there is so much information available to you and it's all useful. Every single little bit of it is useful if you can learn to notice it, if you can learn to pay attention to it. And so you might have to start by learning to pay attention to the discomfort, to the dis-ease. Now, I also want to note that if trauma is a part of your history, if things have happened to you in this body that have caused you to try your best to protect yourself by creating separation, 
And you might not be aware, you might not be consciously aware of the ways in which this has manifest in your being, the ways in which you have put up walls to protect yourself from the pain and the hurt of what has happened to you. You might not be aware of the things that you're not feeling, the things that you haven't felt for a long time. And quite honestly, there might be a path ahead of you that involves a number of different aids and sources and resources and friends and loved ones that support you on this journey into that awareness. But I want you to know that, first of all, it was wise of your body to develop these mechanisms. But as you gather more space from the experience, as you heal, an important part of this experience is to come back to the noticing of the pain and the discomfort. There's a process around this. It might not be fast, but eventually you have to find your way back to the wound. You have to find your way back to that thing that has become frozen in time so that you can release it, so that you can let go of it, so that you can feel again, so that you can feel deeply again, and ultimately so that you can be free of that which holds you back, that which constricts you. But very literally, this might mean that you struggle to experience certain sensations in your body. One of the things that happens to us most often and one of the things that people are most skeptical of is pleasure in the body. <laughs> pleasure in the body. This somatic experience of feeling good, so often we find that to be dangerous. We find that to be wild. We find that to be scary. We find that not to be trustworthy. We are hesitant to lean into that. But without getting too far ahead of myself, I want you to know that the point of this thing, this thing of living, the point of this experience with your voice, the point of expressing yourself is feeling free and feeling free is at its core and at its heart pleasurable. Pleasurable. It is the experience of pleasure to use your voice and make sound. But again, you might feel skeptical of pleasure. You might feel like it's difficult to connect, particularly from a somatic standpoint, with that which feels good in your body. And I just want to invite you, friend, into your body right now. I want to invite you back to your body as an essential place to begin on your voice journey, as, as the home of your voice, as the place to come back to, as the place to return to, as the place to know intimately and deeply. And I want to invite you back to your body because there is a wisdom in your body that can guide you throughout your whole life. There is a deep knowing in this physical experience. You are energy, you are psychology, you are spirituality, but you are also embodied. You're here, you're showing up, you're on this planet. I believe that you chose to be here and you owe it to yourself to be fully present to all of this. And I want you to know that on your timeline, with the appropriate support, you have the capacity to move into the pain and the discomfort that you feel. You have the capacity to confront old stories. You have the capacity to get intimate with the parts of your body that you feel so separate from. And when you do, when you confront the pain and the discomfort and the sorrow and the suffering and the fear and the anxiety and dread, when you confront those things as they show up manifest in this physical form, you will find that just 
just on the other side is pleasure, is joy, is happiness, is open, is freedom, is expression of your authentic self. You are not fundamentally your discomfort. Your voice is not fundamentally uncomfortable. Your voice fundamentally feels good. When your voice feels good, it sounds good. So it's this journey of noticing. It's this journey of coming back. It's a process. It's it's one of the most difficult parts of the process for a lot of people. But the good news is it's very objective. It's very tangible. This is about noticing your breath. This is about noticing your throat. This is about noticing the movement of your tongue and your lips and your jaw. This is about the tension that you feel in your shoulders. This is the way that your feet are on the floor. This is whether or not your pelvic floor is squeezed and tightened or whether you can find your way into release. This is the feeling of being present, feeling full, feeling expansive, feeling flowing in your physical form. This is a place of coming home to, coming back to, being fully embodied, being fully you. And it's here for you right now. It's a process of starting. It has You don't even have to start with singing. In fact, I would encourage you not to. I would actually encourage you to start by meditating. And I keep teasing an episode, but there is an episode coming on this. But it's difficult. It's difficult to cultivate these skills if we are trying to operate from a dysregulated place. And so to find ourselves in greater spiritual alignment, greater flow, greater, deeper connection to our body, the place to begin is through mindfulness and meditation. And once you have cultivated that practice, it will be easier and easier and easier for you to drop into this physical form. You won't feel like you need to escape because you've strengthened the muscle that allows you to be resilient and gritty in the face of discomfort, in the face of dis-ease in the face of tightness and tension. You will cultivate the ability to just show up and allow this to be exactly what it is. And here's the thing. When you do that, you will notice that very quickly it can feel really good. Because just on the other side of discomfort, just on the other side of constriction, of tightness, of dis-ease, is pleasure is openness, is freedom, is the sound of you, is your voice. Okay, so I want to take a beat and try to tell you practically what it is that I'm saying, how this might unfold for you in your experience or how I've seen this unfold time and time and time and time again. I've said before that it is my job as a voice coach to help you find your way into sounds that you didn't know that you could make, to help you become acquainted with a more holistic experience of your voice so that you can be alerted to possibility and you can do your best to find your way back there again and again and again. And so oftentimes in my coaching work, I will do just that. I will meet someone or I will be working with someone for a while 
And on any given day, at any given moment, I take them through an exercise. I take them through a thought process. I take them through a bit of awareness that then leads them into making a sound that is unfamiliar, that is new, that is strange, that is weird, that makes them scramble their face. And I'm saying that because that's most often the case. Rarely does someone respond to this experience positively to begin with. Remember I said that our conditioning has us skeptical of things that are weird and new and different, especially if they feel good. And so I'll take this person or I'll take these people into this experience, this new sound, and they'll make it. And my experience as the listener is to get lit up, to go, yes that, more of that. I mean, for anyone who's ever worked with me, they've heard me yell into the microphone. Yes, 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 that, that, more of that. Keep doing that. Sometimes I'll say, don't ever stop doing that. Only that over and over and over again. And they look back at me just confused as hell. I'm <laughs> like, what? That? That's the feeling? What? And so I'll stop and I'll say, hey, can you tell me about that experience right there? I want to know about your experience making that sound. And a lot of times what it is that they'll reflect to me will be like sort of judgmental levels up, like saying, well, that sounded weird or that sounded strange. Like they come at the experience from a place of opinion. You know, um, that sounded manly, or that sounded like I was shouting, or that sounded too theatrical, you name it. Whatever sort of judgmental way in which we can refer to the sound, I've heard it. But then I'll stop and go, okay, great, that's your experience. Could you tell me how it felt in your body? And almost nine times out of ten, the person will reflect back to me, well, it felt easier. It felt like it just came out. It felt open. If they're really attuned, they'll say, well, it felt good. And this is at the heart of what it is that I'm trying to share with you here. The faster you can connect the dots between this message around, if it feels good, it sounds good. The more quickly you will facilitate change in your voice, and more importantly, the more quickly you will experience the pleasure of your voice, the more quickly you will experience the joy of your sound. And I get it. New things are scary. I'm saying this to say that it's very normal to have that skeptical reaction. But I want to alert you to this fact that that will be from where you enter this room. <laughs> that will be from where you find your way into the story of your voice through a path of skepticism. And you have some choice. You have some autonomy around that. You can catch yourself in that thought pattern. You can catch yourself in that process and you can go, Davin says, if it feels good, it sounds good. So let me see if I can lean into this feeling. Let me see if I can lean into this knowing and get curious about what the sound actually is when it feels good. Because if you lean in, if you get curious, you'll find that the sound feels more open. It doesn't feel stuck. It doesn't feel constricted. It doesn't feel inhibited. It probably sounds 
clear. It probably sounds louder than what you are used to it being. It probably sounds like you get more bang for your buck. It probably sounds brighter. It probably sounds more like you. And unfortunately, you don't know that version of you yet. So you have to get to know that version of you by going back and making the sound again without judgment, with just curiosity, with play and go, huh, I wonder if this is more me. I wonder if I can actually trust the experience and the sensation that my body is offering. And I wonder if I can get used to the quality that I hear in relationship to that. And I wonder if that might define something new for me, a new normal, a new voice, the voice that I've been trying to find my way into. Okay, so with that in mind, I want to invite you just here for a moment to check in with your body right now. Whatever it is that you're doing, you might be out for a walk, you might be in your car, you might be cleaning around the house, wherever it is that you are, can you just pause for a moment and ask about the experience of being in your body right now? You might even call your attention specifically to the places in which you feel discomfort. The places that feel like they lack ease. And I wonder what you might notice when you notice those places or spaces. Do you feel an urge to shift or move? Do you feel like you're able to release or allow? Pay specific attention to your throat here for just a moment. What's it like in your throat right now? What's it like in your jaw and with your tongue? Sometimes if we notice the pain, if we notice the discomfort, if we notice the dis-ease, just the noticing catalyzes this effect of releasing, of allowing, of movement, of wiggling, of just seeing if there's another opportunity here. Now, before we move on, I wonder if you might be able to notice the areas, the spaces, the places in your body that feel good. What's it like to breathe deeply? Where is there pleasure in your body right now? I mean, simultaneously leaning into and noticing the discomfort seems to alleviate it when we lean into and notice the comfort. When we lean into and notice the pleasure, it seems to grow it. It seems to expand it. It seems to radiate more. And this is a skill that we can develop. This is not about ignoring anything. This is about becoming aware of everything. And this awareness, this will actually connect us to the whole of ourselves. This will connect our body to our heart. This will connect our body to our mind, our mind to our heart, our heart to our spirit, our spirit to our body. See, in our perception, in our reality, these are often separate, but they aren't in fact separate. They are interconnected at all times, and your voice is that which flows through it all. So this awareness that I'm imploring you to cultivate around your body, this is something like the trailhead on your journey to wholeness. It's the first step on the path. It's the most important step. If you don't take this step, you won't get going. And it's also the place that you can always come back to. 
It's home. It's the place of physical existence. It's the place of sound. But at times along the way, we have to then focus our attention elsewhere too. We have to focus on our mindset. We have to focus on how open our heart is around sharing our voice. I want to ask you to consider something. Do you think that it's possible for me to really enjoy hearing you if you are not enjoying hearing yourself? Can I really surrender to the enjoyment of you singing, of your sound, of you expressing yourself, of you creating? Can I just let go of myself if you are still hanging on? I mean, it's my personal opinion that no, I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. And I don't think that's specific to me. I think energetically that this experience that I'm talking about, it's an exchange. And if you are not in the flow of your experience, if you're not in full enjoyment of your experience, you are then limiting my capacity to bask in that energy, bask in that glory, bask in the flow that it is you, that it is your voice. I can only enjoy your voice as much as you enjoy your voice because the act of sharing your voice is sharing who you are, sharing your experience. And so I can't know the enjoyment of your voice unless you share it with me, unless it's implicit to your sound. There always comes this moment when I'm working with someone on a song usually and It's this moment where they achieve technically what it is that we've been working on, that their voice shows up for them in a way that allows them to accomplish the test, to to get the job done. And then I hear myself say in the next instruction, okay, now enjoy it. Now can you sing it like you love to sing? (laughs) Now smile while you make the sound. These aspects, they actually probably matter more than any sort of technical aspects of your voice. This is the thing, when I talk about it feeling good, it's not about a point of arrival. When I talk about this access to enjoyment, this access to pleasure, it's not something you arrive at. It's a journey through. It's a way into the heart of what it is to share yourself, to show up in this world, to create things, to connect, to express, to be a part of the music, to make the music. It's what it is to sing, and it's a journey, and we never arrive. We never arrive. And what we want, this feeling that we want with our voice, I mean, I know, I know that you have criticisms of your voice. I know that you have a critique. There are things that you wish that you could do. There are ways in which you are just frustrated with this instrument and how it is that it's working. I know that, but I want you to know that in the midst of it, there is the possibility of it feeling good right now that you can step into the process, into the journey, and it can feel good right now. And if you enjoy that, if you enjoy that, I guarantee it's going to sound pretty good because I will be able to know your heart. I don't need your voice to achieve some sort of aesthetic quality. I don't need you to be able to hit XYZ note. I need you to be able to show up fully as you and bask in the goodness that is you and bask in the glory that is you and just reverberate the you-ness of your voice. I need you to vibrate me at the highest level of vibration that you can with your unique sound. 
I need you to experience the pleasure of you. And as soon as you do, I will be able to experience you fully too. This is the thing. Any constriction, tension, uh, inhibition, it's you holding you back. And like I said, it might be for very good reason. It might be because of significant events that have occurred in your life. But do you still want to be beholden to the past? Do you still want to be the victim of old situations? Are you willing to move toward, to sing into, to vibrate into a new way of being that feels more whole, that feels more full, that feels more aligned, that feels, dare I say, pleasurable? Because when it feels good, my friend, it sounds good. When it feels good, it sounds good. And your only job on this journey is to keep moving toward the good. To keep moving toward the good feeling. That doesn't mean bypassing the bad feeling. Because remember, like I said, you have to find your way through the not-so-good feeling to land on the other side where... I promise it feels better. I promise it feels more whole. I promise it feels more like you. I promise it feels more authentic. I promise it feels more true. I promise it feels more like your heart. I promise it feels like an exchange. I promise it feels like an energy. I promise it feels like connection, like deep connection. Earlier, we spoke about traumatic experiences as being disconnection, the catalyst for disconnection. This is the opposite of that. This is the power of your voice to manifest everything that points in the opposite direction of disconnection. This is your voice as being the signal and the cue that it's okay to feel good, that you can feel good often, that you can feel good so often, and that you can trust that good feeling as being the cue that you are in flow, that you are in alignment, that you are in your truth, that you are in your song, that you are opening up, that you are on the right path, you're on the path to expansion, and the feeling is here right now, but it grows and expands, and your voice grows and expands, and there's wisdom, and there's maturity, and you feel like you can do things that you didn't used to do, and you know yourself differently, and you show up in situations differently, and you start to say, here I am. Look at the joy that is within me. Look at the pleasure. Look how good I feel. Can you feel it too? Because I can sound it out to you. (laughs) I can sound it out through my voice. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you for this voice. Thank you for this mechanism that allows me to share my art, my creativity, my music, that allows me to share me, to share me, to share me. So I just want to ask you to really contemplate this. I want to ask you to ask yourself, am I willing to fully feel? Am I willing to feel the things that I've been avoiding? Am I willing to stay with my body and my discomfort and dis-ease? Am I willing to do that because I trust that just beneath that is something that feels so good? And then you have to ask yourself, am I actually willing to feel good? Am I willing to embrace 
pleasure? Am I willing to open my mouth and make a sound even if my initial reaction is to go, that is weird, that is strange, I've never heard that before? Am I willing to lean into the sensation and the experience in my body? Am I willing to feel good? And from there, am I willing to follow that sensation, that experience into my heart, into my mind, into my spirit? And am I willing to know joy? Am I willing to know the joy of expressing myself? And am I willing to do that in front of other people? Am I willing to show up routinely, regularly, fully as myself in my voice? Am I ready to just be so free that it's contagious? You know, nothing is more contagious on this planet than enthusiasm. And joy has a way of cultivating cultivating enthusiasm. And when someone sings with enthusiasm, when someone creates music with enthusiasm, it is infectious. It brings audiences in and it inspires others to create. So when you are willing to connect the dots between your heart, your mind, your spirit, your voice all stemming from this beautiful wisdom that's in your body, when you're willing to do that, I promise you, you have the power, you have the capacity to change everyone around you. You have the capacity to light this world up. You have the capacity to make art that reaches so many people. You have the capacity to share a message that changes the trajectory of the universe. You have the capacity to put people on a path that they never knew that they could be on, but you can only do it if you step fully into the truth of who you are. You can only really do it if you feel good. Because when you feel good, When your voice feels good, it sounds good. Until next time, peace.